surfs up at Gotham Point. That's right, Joker. And challenging you to the surfing title. Through my latest invention, the surfing experience and ability transferometer, all your surfing know-how will be drained out of you and transferred to me. Some joker drained everything I know about surfing and all my ability with a gizmo called a surfing experience and ability transferometer. What here supposes up, Buzzy? The surf, Duke. Welcome to Surf Kings of Gotham, the only podcast we're aware of, which bask in the warm technicolor glow of sitcom vigilantism, which is Batman 67. I'm your host, Kyle. And I'm your other host, Brady. Today, we're watching season two, episode 52, Batman's Satisfaction, quite possibly the strangest title of this season. This episode directed by Oscar Rudolph and written by Charles Hoffman. Original air date, March 2nd, 1967. With special guest villain, Colonel Gum, as played by Roger C. Carmel, who was not billed for some reason. Uh, the Green Hornet and Cato arrive in Gotham City to stop Colonel Gum and his counterfeit stamp on her operation with Batman and Robin also appearing on the scene, is our one-sentence Wikipedia summary. Based on having watched this episode, I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that Batman's satisfaction is, is being a smug prick. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote in my notes at one point, I said, Batman whips it out <laughs> to show everyone. Uh, yeah, this is, of course, part two of our Green Hornet uh, episode series here, or plot line, or however we call it. Batman's and... a slug prick, and yet Green Hornet is still cool as shit. Yeah, yeah, he's super cool. It, uh, not a whole bunch happens in this episode, but it was still pretty entertaining. The recap is just, again, the death trap, Cato and the Green Hornet were stuffed into the automatic stamp-making machine. Batman and Robin were stuck to an inescapable glue pad on the wall, having to watch this torture take place. And both Uh, reacted very differently to it. Batman completely gave up and disassociated, while Robin wiggled, and it was creepy and unsettling. Yeah. Yeah, he He was trying to touch... A mouse stuck to a glue pad. He was trying to touch himself, for sure, because he was (laughs) watching people suffer. He's a colonel. I have an authority boner. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So Green Hornet is already turned into a life-sized stamp and thumbtack to the wall, the ultimate indignity. And uh, Kato's about to follow. That's all that happens in the recap. Uh, Then we get back to the action. Uh, Kato is now a stamp too. He's pulled out of the machine and also thumbtacked to the wall. Colonel Gum comes over with a spray can of super instant glue gone, which is the second best evil villain spray that we've seen so far in Batman. It's his own creation, and he apparently took the time to like come up with a logo for it too. Yeah, well, because he's a businessman. Yeah. He's not as 
But the, the spray itself isn't as cool as Dr. Riddler's instant forever stick invisible wax emulsion that we've seen uh, previously in season one. Yeah. Remember that? But the Riddler couldn't make it in, in the private sector. He just would... No. Well, no, because Colonel Gum doesn't have that... Uh, doesn't have that Warden Crichton money, so he's got to pull himself up by his own bootstraps, you know. That's right. Yeah, I did love when he pulls Cato out of the out of the Mad Hatter's hat making machine. I mean, yeah. the stamp making machine. Um, he at one point like turns and points and laughs at Batman and Robin for some reason. He's like, "Ha ha! I have a large <laughs> stamp and you don't. It's made yeah. of a man's bones." Yeah, that uh, that was pretty funny. Gum was great here too. He's he's over the top. He's like, this spray will penetrate anything or anybody, and will dissolve glue in an instant. <laughs> uh, he's very excited about his spray, so he's going to release Batman and Robin off the off the glue pad, which is a mistake, because you know Robin's crazy. Yeah. But he dissolves the glue so they're not stuck to the wall anymore. And he's like, now, into the giant stamp machine. Uh, but Batman and Robin don't want to go into the giant stamp machine. And when Batman and Robin don't want to go into a giant stamp machine, it's time for a fight. And when it's time for a fight, it's time for the Surf Kings of Gotham. Fight word recap. Them certainly early fighting words. Yeah. Uh, during this toddler-like tantrum... Uh, we get zap. This has been your Surfings of Gotham <laughs> Fight Words Recap. <laughs> yeah, it was a, a fight word recap. Uh, there's a, yeah, they just punch. They're like, no, I don't want to go in the machine. And they throw a punch and we get a zap. And then the, the goons and they just kind of like huddle in the corner. Robin punches two guys at once. Yeah, like, uh, what like, do we do? I've been held captive for too long, and I'm all crazy with stored up energy. Yeah, so they throw a switch on the machine, and Batman goes along and pulls some levers, because uh, Batman tells us here that Green Hornet and Kato are still alive in there. Oh, what? That's right. So they, like, loosen the side of the machine by pulling some levers. Uh, and like, okay, should we stop the goons? I'm like, ah, no. Let's let him talk for a minute, plan a kidnapping, and then just leave. <laughs> okay. So they do. The goons are like, what should we do? Let's get out of here. Grab Pinky Pinkston. We'll take her. We'll kidnap her, and we'll hold her for ransom. All right. Anything else you want to do? No, let's, uh, oh, what what should we do for lunch? And they stand around. They have a bit of a conversation. And then, okay, ready? Break. And then they leave. Yeah. Batman and Robin just kind of stand there. Yeah. We'll see you later. We have 20 minutes to kill. That's right. Uh, so then they, Green Hornet and Kato escape the machine. And they uh, they have a, a smug chat about the machine and how they escaped. And then yeah. Batman's plan is to one-up them real good. And boy, does he ever. Yeah, so it's dumb as hell. Like Batman, Robin's like, "How'd you know they were still alive, Batman?" And Batman's like, huh, "You see, chum, Green Hornet had some kind of little stick he carries around, like a girl, and it didn't <laughs> come out on the stamp. So I figured he still had a stick. Well, that's what was up his ass. 
Was up your ass, Green Hornet? And Green Hornet's like, you're the biggest dick in town, aren't you? <laughs> it is. <laughs> that comes in a second. They they chat about it first, and then they cut to a Pinky in the room oh, she's being held captive in. I'm awesome. Uh, yeah. I didn't realize that the alphabet soup container was pink. That doesn't look like alphabet soup in there. It's pretty gross looking. Um, eating her dyed dog hot ass soup because, I mean, you could have just th- like put it in a bag and thrown it in the river. What was the point of making this dog go through all these things? Yeah. Well, because we need the dog later. But so, yeah, they're in the room and, and he comes in and Colonel Gum is kind of mad. He's like, oh, you're letting that mutt eat my alphabet soup? That like, mutt, yeah. you died cruelly in spite of PETA's protestations? Yeah. Alphabet soup isn't for dogs. That's not healthy for them. Um, and then it's shit. Th- that dog's covered in pink dye. That's true. And this is the worst kidnapping ever. He's like, well, then I'm going to kidnap He's you. He's like, it already has cancer. How much worse can it get? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, well, that's it. I'm going to kidnap you. And she's like, no. And he's like, yes, and blindfold. And he just, like, puts a blindfold around her eyes and then, like, grabs her around the waist and they shuffle off together backwards. Like, it's she picks up the dog off the table or off the desk and they just, like, <laughs> shuffle out together. It was really bad. We have time. Batman's in the next room whipping his dick around. We have plenty of time. <laughs> yeah. So then they cut back to Batman and Robin and Cato and the Green Hornet. This is where he's like, yeah... I noticed that he had that stupid girl stick with him when he yeah. went into the machine, but yeah, then the stamp didn't have it. That means, uh, ergo, the high-velocity spectroscopic range reflector mini-unit failed to make an exact facsimile. And, yeah, they have a... Cato's like, yes, there was space in the machine, and we're both quite flexible, so we were able to avoid death. Yeah. Kato's like, we actually exercised, so it turns out we were fine. Yeah. Kato and the Green Hornet both look like they can't believe they have to deal with this shit. <laughs> like, how is this the more popular show? We're actually cool. <laughs> this made me want to watch the Green Hornet, though. Like, this is a I, good, this is a good crossover. Yeah, I do want to watch the Green Hornet. I absolutely do. Um I feel like if I watch the Green Hornet, I'm gonna be like, man. He kind of makes Batman look like a pile of puke. <laughs> well, I'll have to watch. We've only got, we got, this is 52. We got like eight more episodes left in this season and then a shortened third season. So then it becomes a Green Hornet cast for several months. Then we'll return to Batman. Yeah. Crazy. So Kato and the Green Hornet are like, well, we can't, uh, we can't outsmug this smug prick. So we're leaving. And they <laughs> don't even try like- while you were doing all that, you know, taking note of my stick that I have instead of, you know, while we're cramming in your belt, did you let the bad guys go? You did. <laughs> oh, good. Well, I'll go catch them since I'm the adult. Yeah. And then Robin's like, aren't we going to stop those guys? And he's like, no, as a duly deputized officer of the law, I don't have any evidence. And that always stops me. I've never beaten anybody up without evidence before. So we'll just let them go and try to get some evidence. I'm not some sort of deranged mass vigilante with no accountability of any sort outside of a confused old man who's in love with me. Exactly. Oh, wait a minute. We forgot. That's why this show isn't popular anymore. 
<laughs> they've they've lost their way. So they're walking around now to figure out what's going on. He's like, I I smell pink. What? He's Robin a stroke. He's had a stroke. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, a pinky pinkston. I smell her perfume. It's strongest There's... in this room. I don't know. I think he's that this seems dirty to me, but whatever. Maybe it's perfume. <laughs> Twice in this scene, Robin attributes like their brains breaking to being tired. It's weird. He's yeah. like, that man's like, I smell pink. And Robin says, you're just tired. And then it comes <laughs> up again in a minute. That's right. Because the some parents wrote in and were like, please help my kids go to sleep. Yeah. Let, them, let them equate foolishness with being tired so they'll go to bed on time. Yes. Please, Robin, you're my only hope. Oh, you sound like a stupid son of a bitch, Chitty. Maybe you're tired. You should go to bed. Leave me alone. (laughs) Well, you're talking back. It's bedtime. (laughs) Like, hey, there's alphabet soup here on on the desk. I can't help but notice there's no P's or Z's or whatever in here. There's some letters missing from the alphabet soup. I believe Pinky has left us a... Yeah, he's like Rain Man. He's like Soup Rain Man. <laughs> my highly, my highly specific form of autism tells me there's no <laughs> J's in this soup. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I don't understand is her dog was eating that soup, so the dog left the message. Maybe yes. it's got superpowers from that cancer-causing pink dye instead of being weakened. It's like Spider Dog. Yeah. And now it's a genius and it leaves messages. It's like Brain from, from Inspector Gadget. Yeah, the dog left the message. Pinky did shit. The dog yeah. spelled out words while it was dying of dye cancer and eating hot soup. <laughs> That's yeah. what's happening here. I wrote that same thing down. I was I was like, so that means the dog left the clue. The yeah. poor little dog who just wants to die already. Okay. But they can't solve it here, so he's going to pull out a bat thermos. Except it's not a bat thermos. It's an empty alphabet soup bat container with a funnel. With a funnel. And this were in the back of his belt. So Batman was crammed against a wall to a glue pad with a funnel shoved into his spine and can still walk. I think that was in... I think it was probably in his ass. (laughs) That's why he's been so smug. He's like... I noticed that Green Hornet didn't have his little womanly stick, unlike <laughs> me, who had both the thermos and the <laughs> siphon that are covered in poo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, now that we've got this soup into this uh, empty alphabet soup bat container, it's time to go to the bat cave. And so they've got the alphabet soup noodles like spread out on a like a jeweler's pad. Kind of thing, yeah. so they can really study this. And There's Robin's thing, like a jeweler's jeweler would use to look at like gems. Yeah, Robin's pissed off because there's no punctuation in alphabet soup. Yeah, did he think there was? Oh, I got a comma. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure what Robin's deal is. He's weird about this alphabet soup, and I don't know exactly what the plan is. He's weird about it, and they spend three scenes on him being weird with it. Like they keep yeah. going back to Robin having a having a meltdown over the soup. Yeah, going because he's tired. He needs a nap. He gets mad yeah. about punctuation when he doesn't have his nap. 
You sure talk about some stupid shit when you're tired, Timmy, just like that Robin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then the bat phone rings. Commissioner Gordon's like, hey, uh, Batman, my my man on a on a routine patrol found uh, this Green Hornet and Cato stamp. These giant life-size stamps. What do you uh, what do you want me to do about it? First that of all, like tear them up, set them on fire, use them for heat. I don't give a damn. Yeah. He's like, don't worry, that's not the real Cato and Green Hornet, so you can tear up those stamps. It's like, oh, that's a relief. What? The first thing, hey, look, there's a giant poster of the Green Hornet. This first assumption was that he's inside there, or he's somehow <laughs> that's the real Green Hornet turned into a picture of the Green Hornet. What the Gordon's fuck? Like, I have this giant stamp that looks like the Green Hornet. I assume it was made from his bone meal. Am I correct? <laughs> yeah. Like, wh- what is actually happening in your brain here? Like, yeah, this <laughs> the camera that took this picture stole part of his soul. If I tear it up, will he be set free or will he die, Batman? That's he why died. I'm calling you. My Gordon biggest take. Yeah. <laughs> my biggest takeaway from this was my men found these stamps on a routine patrol. What routine patrol inside the stamp factory were they doing? They don't do yeah, anything. They just the police through factories now. I think it's a protection racket. I think that yeah. the they're corrupt cops and they're like, yeah, we're gonna go. Sm- Pinky didn't pay this week. We're gonna go smash up her stamp factory. Hey, those look valuable. Let's take them. And they absolutely don't look valuable. It's more like, hey, those look like a child drew it with his foot. Let's take those back to Commissioner <laughs> Gordon. Yeah. Maybe we can sell them on eBay in, I don't know, 40 years or whatever when it's invented. 1966 eBay is the back of a truck. <laughs> Alfred comes down to the Batcave here. He's like, Britt Reed is upstairs, sir. Well, have Aunt Harriet keep him busy. Uh, her head's under a hairdryer, sir. She will be incapacitated for quite some time. All yeah, right, fine. She blacked out under there? Was she like, this is where I go to drink my whiskey? <laughs> Yeah, getting my hair done again. Yeah, I like weird. the sound of high volume white noise as opposed to Dick's stupid voice. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, keep working, Robin. I'm going upstairs. Keep on looking at some soup. I'm gonna yeah. go upstairs and, you know, be less cool than Britt Reed. Yeah. And Robin's like, "There's more letters in this soup than in the alphabet." Ah, uh, shut up, Robin. Some of them are just upside down and you're dumb. Yeah. Some of those letters are just repeats. It's not yeah. like Z4. Hey, look, I found A15. You're an idiot. Yeah. Go to sleep and try again. Yeah, it's like that's that that Mexican N with the little squiggle on the on the roof. <laughs> imagine what if letters punctuation, Bruce. Yes. Imagine <laughs> if there was soup that had periods in it. Just some dots. <laughs> And they charged you for that. You're yeah, an idiot. Like, go to sleep. Uh, so we go upstairs here for some more rich guy posturing and one-upsmanship. And gosh, I sure think Batman would beat the shit out of the Green Hornet. Well, I'm not so sure about that. Well, anyway. Any word about yeah. Pinky? I'm sure she's fine. Yeah, I'm sure she's fine, too. It was just a an excuse to have these guys on screen together. That's basically the conversation. I think Green Hornet would beat the shit out of Batman. Well, anyway. Yeah. Well, my dad could beat up your dad. All right, then. Well, I don't have a dad. My dad is dead. My dad's dead, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Britt Reed's like, 
Yeah, our, our wild days are behind us. I only wish we could be as cool as a guy who goes around town wearing like a dinner jacket and a fedora and shooting people. And that, and then Bruce is like, or like Batman. And, and Brit's like, yeah, or like Batman. Yeah. That guy is cool. But then he's like, I wouldn't want to be Batman on account of he looks like a retard. <laughs> or something. I don't know. That was his line. You could say that in 1967. So Yeah. Bruce was like, well, Green Hornet has a woman a shtick. <laughs> How do you know? Eh, never mind. Yeah. Okay, so back to the back to the bad cave now. Let's let's dump these noodles into the bad computer. <laughs> That's our only hope. To decipher well, this clue. Well, you tried failed enough at this, Robin. It's it's no longer cute. Let's put it inside of electronics. We'll see what happens. Yeah, the back computer has told me that a good anagram for Jeremy Irons is Jeremy's iron. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they funnel the noodles into the computer. Good thing they're made out of noodle, so they're easy to digest for the computer that has a digestive Wait, it's system. Down the letters. What was the point of that? Yeah, it was because uh, that would be a lot. There's a whole soup bowl full of letters here. <laughs> so they dump them in, and the computer immediately deciphers it into a note from Pinky with the punctuation. Like next time, try paper. Yeah. Oh, good. The old back computer is back up and working again, and it gave us this, it deciphered this message from Pinky, complete with punctuation. So yeah. The, the computer is now artificial intelligence. <laughs> the computer was always AI and prophetically is used for exactly the same sort of stupid shit that AI ended up being used for. Yeah. And then, but the note says they're keeping me in a warehouse. Well, how did you know that they were going to take you to a warehouse? I don't know. The dog is psychic in addition to being a genius. <laughs> The dog is psychic and also identifies as Pinky. <laughs> so Batman's like, well, we'll use the bat computer to tell us which warehouse. So he rips a page out of the yellow pages and stuffs it into the computer. Um, first of all, he's going to stuff the entire yellow pages in there. Well, he should have, because it's got to be, it's based on what we know about Gotham City, it's got to be 90% warehouses. <laughs> so 90% of that book should be warehouses, but he only puts <laughs> one page in there. There's been 400 abandoned warehouses so far just in the series that they've shown us. Not to Batman mention the working ones. Is like, Chat GPT, tell me where Pinky Pinkston is based on this one random sheet of paper. And then the back computer slash Chat GPT is like cutting its eyes and is like, um, uh, that's okay, sure. Uh, maybe she's yeah. here. She's here. She's here, I say. Yeah, instead it just shuts down. Yeah. Like, well, this computer's screwed. Batman's and like, then, what happened to the computer? That's right. The world's greatest detective can't figure out. You poured soup into it. <laughs> yeah. And then, well, that I computer's wrote, useless. Is every detective dead? Is that how <laughs> he became the greatest one? He's doomed. And <laughs> Batman totally gives up here. He's like, Alfred's like, no, no, there's nothing wrong with the computer, sir. Uh, Harriet's hair dryer shorted out the electricity to half the building. Batman has a nuclear pile in the back of his cave. Like, he has his own reactor. 
Why would he not have his Batman shit hooked up to that as opposed to I'm running it off the same outlet as Aunt Harriet's hair dryer? Yeah. Yeah, that was dumb. I'm not really sure. But he gives up here. It's like, well, this whole city's doomed thanks to a woman's vanity. That's what he said. Then he Robin it. completely goes insane. Yeah. It's like, chum, we can't do that. Keep your chin up or something. Robin is the voice of reason here. And Alfred looks at him like, ugh, the entire time. Well, because again, he's right though. Batman's just giving up because the computer went down. Yeah. Like, you can't do that. What kind of damn millennial is he? Robin's like, hey, uh, pretty sure they solved crimes back before the invention of electricity or something. Batman's like, there's no such time. Yeah. But then Robin talks him out of it. So these. They're back at it. They're back on the case. We can't figure out the warehouse, so we'll just have to go to this stamp expo thing party. Call yeah. Commissioner Gordon and tell him to publicize it. She could be at any warehouse in town because most of our town is abandoned warehouses. So instead, let's just go to a party. Yeah. Meanwhile, over at the warehouse where Pinky Pinkston is being held by Colonel Gum and his henchmen, uh... Colonel's sitting there having a chat with her, eating soup. And he's like, ah, there's not enough consonants in my soup. And the guy brings over just a box of it alphabet soup. Consonants. <laughs> yeah, extra consonants for alphabet soup. And he just dumps them in there dry, which is not the right way to reconstitute dried pasta for soup. <laughs> so you just ruined that shit. <laughs> To be fair, though, that same henchman has a line in a minute, and I wrote the henchman who learned to speak this morning. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, so what happened? He's chatting with Pinky here, and he's like, no, I I know it. Bruce Wayne is the Green Hornet. A what? Yep, yeah, basically what? Yeah, he doesn't know. He's just, that's that's his, he's got it all figured out. Bruce is the Green Hornet, and Britt Reed is probably Batman. And Pinky believes him. She's just like, oh, oh, wow, okay. Because of, yeah. oh, of his, his conversation with the stamp dealer. And Britt Reed was there too. Or Green Hornet knew about the stamp dealer. And that's the plan. That's what he determined. Because And he's about to say, because I was the stamp dealer. And that's where his goon's like, hey, hey, hey. Maybe don't spill all the beans there, chief. Yeah, but he says it. Hey, spill them. Yeah. Like, he says it like, Rocky, if he just had like full <laughs> surgery. Well, he has been punched in the head a few times in this episode. <laughs> he was probably on the receiving end of that zap earlier. Yeah. From the fight word recap, remember? Yes, yeah. yes. Our single zap so far. I did like that Pinky just goes along with Britt Reed being Batman when you know she slept with both of them and she could probably reasonably figure out mm, Britt does sit-ups. <laughs> but she's, that's true. But that's it. So they leave. Pinky's tied up here. She's like, hey, uh, dog, brain, try to release me from my bonds. Or and whatever. The so the unties the goddamn knot. Yeah. I mean, they don't show that. It'd be cool if they did. It's like the littlest dyed bright pink orphan. Yeah. Well, hobo. Hobo. The littlest hobo. Littlest hobo. Yeah, or but it'd be cool if they showed the scene, but did it like Toonces the driving cat style with just like <laughs> paws coming up from the bottom and untying? <laughs> I would love that. 
so the next scene is that was kind of creepy that looked like that looked vaguely like the dog who was like ah (laughs) yeah that's what i want to see more of that more pink escape dog so the next scene the dog that could tie a knot (laughs) surprisingly it comes up a lot pinky the dog who can tie a knot (laughs) now with soup letter eating action (laughs) now with more consonants (laughs) and then like the goon pops in from the bottom part of the screen and goes (laughs) 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 the dog left a note in these beans you spilled (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's so stupid. Okay. <laughs> the next scene is Pinky in Commissioner Gordon's office being like, I know without a shadow of a doubt that Bruce Wayne is the Green Hornet and Britt Reed is Batman. What? How could you know that? Uh this bad guy told me. Yeah. Like that's gossip at its worst. My kidnappers. They told me. Just came up. Yeah, just the worst gossip game of telephone ever. Yeah. Like, well, that's it. I'm going to call them both and confront them with this news. And then she's like, well, I don't know if uh, I don't know if they'd admit it. You've yeah. proven yourself pretty you in- that. Although hilarious, your interrogations are inept. <laughs> and he's like oh and he like hangs his head in shame and he's like you're right I'm doomed what will we do and she's like I have a suggestion and he perks right up he's like oh good someone to do my thinking for me why have I not taken a wife sooner yeah and uh, take a pink bride yeah and she's like settle down let's go to the stamp expo she's like so that's Bruce what they will take your calls but ah, Britt Reed he has standards yeah so that's it. We'll go to the Stamp Expo. Uh, Green Hornet and Cato are getting ready to go to the Stamp Expo too, but they have to have the conversation like, "Hey, let's not uh, let's not try to hurt Batman and Robin. They're good guys." Okay. And then we you get... know, based on that discussion we had at the Stamp Factory, when Batman whipped out his decree from the governor that he was the new sheriff, you know that we could easily kill them both. Yeah, and they probably should, because there's kind of a dick. Like, I really want to hit him for being so smug earlier, but all right. We won't hurt them. Uh, Then we get a bat climb here with a window cameo. Did Uh, you look where the window cameo was? I did. I did. I had to. Uh, This is Edward G. Robinson. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah. He was a character actor and another kind of actor. He was a He's famous for standing up against the Nazis in Europe. Uh, and he talks about like art here and paintings. So I was like, oh, this must be some kind of painter. But he wasn't. He was an actor. But he did have a famous art collection uh, that he had to sell off uh, when he got divorced. He's in Soylent Green with Charlton Heston. He was in Soylent Green. That was his final movie. Uh, also, a uh, little known fact I, I read on his Wikipedia page, he was actually featured on a stamp in the year 2000 as some like Legends of Hollywood kind of thing. Uh, yeah. So ties back to this episode being stamp related. 
Edward G. Robinson was actually on a stamp. Also, uh, Hank Az- yeah, uh, Hank Azaria has said that uh, his his chief Wiggum voice is mm-hmm. based on uh, Edward G. Robinson. Oh, okay, yeah, awesome. So anyway, they complete the bat climb and they end up in the Stamp Expo where they hide behind the curtains. It's important to note that Green Hornet and Kato just walk in like normal people. Yeah. They don't hide behind curtains or nothing because they're cool. <laughs> Green Hornet's like, I'm not crawling up the side of a building. That's dumb as hell. We'll yeah. go in through this thing called a door. Yeah, it's much easier to use stairs. Yeah. So uh, Colonel Gum is here dressed as Barboza, the Argentina stamp guy. Who's uh, also way too smug to be the Argentinian stamp guy. Yeah, and he, but he's joking around in his bad Spanish accent. So, you know, he's like, oh, guy from Argentina with a bad Spanish accent. He's definitely a Nazi war criminal. <laughs> That's why everyone's, uh, but everyone's like cool with it or whatever. Nobody calls him out. Uh, he's making jokes. Everyone's laughing. Uh, Green Hornet recognizes the disguise. He sees through the disguise immediately, which is amazing based on this universe where nobody can do that. Even when the disguise is just a hat, no one no yeah. one can do that in Batman. At all. So that's fantastic. Or in Green Hornet's case, just like some mask glasses after his hat comes off during the fight coming up. You that's still can't true. tell it read. Yeah. So Green Hornet says, let's make our move. And when Green Hornet makes his move, it's time for a fight. And when it's time for a fight, it's time for the Surf Kings of Gotham. Fight words recap. Them's fighting words. Again! During this Stamp Expo exodus, we get Crash, Whack, and Sam. This has been your Surf Kings of Gotham. Fight words recap. Kato kicks the holy hell out of Robin. Yep. But Robin holds his own pretty good. You know that was in the contract. And we've heard tell yeah. that he wanted to hold his own. And again, I don't stand up for Burt Ward often because uh, he's crazy. But in his defense, I don't think he was saying, I, Burt Ward, should be able to beat up Bruce Lee. I believe he was saying, uh, in Robin's show, uh, the character of Robin should be able to defend himself adequately against anyone. And it's just that because he's Burt Ward, it comes out as I should be able to fight. I can beat up Bruce Lee. Yeah. 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 Like, I knew we shouldn't let Asians in here. Yeah. Adam's like, no, you can't, chum. The only thing that can stop Bruce Lee is Tylenol. (laughs) Ooh. Uh, Yeah. Um, That's right. I went there. 50 years later. <laughs> it's too soon. Some <laughs> things are too... <laughs> Gilbert anyway. Godfrey smiling up from hell. <laughs> Good job! So, so, so this fight kind of ends up in a standoff with Batman kind of like squaring off with Green Hornet, but no one getting an advantage. Uh, Robin and Kato doing the same. Uh Green Hornet is obviously incredibly more athletic oh uh, than my Batman. God. Like it doesn't. It seems it's sad, really. <laughs> oh God! It's such a mismatched fight. Yeah, but there was two. Like there was cuts in this fight where they're like, 
you know, Green Hornet and Kato are pulled aside, like, oh, I'm sure I'm glad those guys are on our side. And then back into the fight, and then Batman and Robin aside later, like, I'm sure glad these guys don't live here or whatever. Like, I'm glad we don't have to fight these guys all the time. Cause yeah, it's, there's a, a very large gap between the athleticism and fighting ability of the two groups. <laughs> I kept hoping that Batman has his little friend Batmite, who I think he sees because of brain injuries. I kept hoping <laughs> that Green Hornet would have the great gazoo who just appeared and go, but why? You're dumb dumb. <laughs> yes, good idea, dumb dumb. Yes, you're clearly evenly <laughs> matched, dumb dumb. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. Green Hornet's uh, like, go away, Gazoo. And Kato's like, boss is seeing the owls again. <laughs> you don't get enough Flintstones references in Batman. That's fantastic. <laughs> so um the police show up with Pinky and like, hey, uh, look, it's Batman and the Green Hornet, Kato and Robin, and then the bad guys are watching this and like, hey, look, Pinky's here. Let's go uh, get her again. So they sneak around behind the police and just take her hostage right from the police. It was very bad on the police's yeah. part that they just let this happen. She's yeah. hostaged. I get a feeling that Britt Reed, out-of-town newspaper publisher, will have something to say about the attitude of Gotham Police. Yeah, if he gets out of here, which he does. He's just like, eh. Looks like Batman and Robin can handle this. Come on, Kato, let's go. And they just leave. I'm tired of being here. Yeah. And then Batman and Robin jump out the window and sneak up behind the sneak uppers. Uh, and nobody tries to look behind them or stop anything. They just step in and Batman grabs the gun hand of of Colonel Gum and like points the gun at Colonel Gum with his own hand. It doesn't try to take it away. Or nothing. Colonel Gum's face. Batman's like, whoa, this took a turn. That would be much better. But instead, they just all give up and everything's done. It was very sloppily done, this save here. Yeah. But they are saved. It was very much, oh, we're out of time. Yeah. So that's the end. Uh, now there's a lunch date happening. Pinky and Britt Reed are sitting there at the table in the restaurant. And she's like, face it, Britt. Uh, just admit the truth. I know you're Batman. And he's like, well, I'm not, what, what are you talking about, you lunatic? I'm not Batman. Way I can do a jumping that. jack. That's right. You should see me throw a punch. It's way better. Yeah. Um, Bruce Wayne is on the phone and he calls Alfred and he says, Alfred, do the thing where you you put the phones together. So he takes the, that phone and picks up the bat phone and puts them together so that Bruce can remotely talk to Commissioner Gordon. And he's like, hey, do me a favor. Put your phone up against the different phone and call this restaurant and talk to Pinky. So Gordon he does it with it for a solid minute. It takes him a while to figure it out for sure. Pinky answers the phone. He's like, "Hey, Pinky, it's me, Batman. Uh, I'm not that guy. So uh, thanks for your help. Uh, bye." And that was the end, basically. Then Bruce walks in and talks to the dog, and they have a big laugh, and that's the end of the episode. Okay, well, that finishes up the, uh, the fantastic Cato and the Green Hornet episode. I'm going to miss episodes. Them. Yeah. Well, maybe we can get people to pay us to watch their show. Yeah. 
We should do that. We so should I, do that. You should like we should set up a Patreon that you can join, then you can come to it and give us money, and we'll tell you what we think about Green Hornet show, which is mostly just us going, God, he's so cool. <laughs> I wish I was a green hornet, I'd say. Yeah. So on uh, the wait, wait. scale of how much I wish free. I was the green hornet, this one's a 10. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Delightful. Well, I guess we should rate this episode then, or this series. So uh, on the Batman scale for his effectiveness as a crime fighter, what are we what are we giving him? I mean, he was pulling his dick out for really nothing. Um, he noticed that Green Hornet owned a stick. So I feel like <laughs> by comparison, it's hard to say. By comparison, I feel like Green Hornet was like miles away from where he is. Green Hornet really makes him look bad, not just physically, but also in terms of like observational powers and stuff. Yeah. Green General Hornet competency. was. <laughs> yeah. Green Hornet came across as a far superior hero. So maybe Batman's just like a six. Yeah. It did not, it did not compare well. On the Robin scale for just how crazy that little bastard is. Uh, I guess he not super high. No, he's probably just like a regular six or seven. Like he didn't do anything overly crazy. He he was clawing and tearing and pulling it like a rat when he was stuck to the glue trap. <laughs> I did like when he was mad at letters. That was funny. Oh yeah, the uh, yeah yeah the alphabet soup. Why are there so yeah, okay. many letters, Batman? He's <laughs> twenty six. What's wrong with you? There's no punctuation, punctuation if you ask me. There's no punctuation. <laughs> I'm going to make my yeah. own my own alphabet soup with exclamation points and periods. Uh, I don't know how we're going to make those noodles, sir. Yeah. That's it. Then I'm making dog food. <laughs> yeah. Magic dog food. That'll make your dog live 30 years. <laughs> my home is infested by animals. And they he turned out fine. 50 dogs in this house. 50. That seems like too many dogs. We have two and I can barely manage it. He smells like pee all the time, I imagine. <laughs> Please come on our show, Bert. We would appreciate it. <laughs> no. We won't bring this up. Um, Bert, we are going to ask, uh, what? So exactly what the hell is wrong with you several times? Yes. On the Warden Crichton scale for progressive penology, where we rate the plot, the plan, the scheme, the scam of the villain. Uh, uh, I like I mean, Colonel Gum. I would welcome him was, back, but this was dumb as hell. He was so good, but yeah, the plot of counterfeiting stamps was just... Uh, I mean, as exciting as it sounds, really. Uh, stamps. I watched a Superman the other day, the good one that was where he's like basically this version of Batman. And yeah. that came up there, too, about collecting stamps. And I was like, God almighty. I mean, I like this period, but I'm like, well, I didn't live through this because it was pretty much, okay, you can either collect stamps or you can go hang out at Arnold's with some 40-year-old guy in the bathroom. <laughs> uh, that's a molesting. Okay, yeah. so that does it for another episode of oh no, we didn't give a we didn't put a rating on the plan. Uh I don't know, Hello. maybe like a yeah, three or a four, maybe. Yeah, three feels good. It was it was a dumb plan, but he was cool as hell with his alphabet soup fetish and crazy disguises and I mean the bigger villain was Pinky for dying her dog that toxic color. Yeah, Bert Ward should have 
got real mad at her. That's not healthy for dogs. Her super intelligent dog who managed to overcome crippling disease from being dyed bright pink to still like write messages in English. No, that's a that's an important question that our fans probably want us to answer. Uh, Does the dying of the dog, you know, is it was it a positive overall? Do the ends justify the means because he turned out super intelligent and had superpowers? (laughs) Or was the potential cancer risk like, uh, like this is a, it's almost like a Deadpool situation or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, I would think it's pretty, uh, but I gotta say though, I thought you were gonna ask the question. That's what our listeners really want to know is, would would Pinky's dog Apricot be more useful to Batman as a sidekick? Alternatively, would Pinky's dog Apricot be a more effective crime fighter for Gotham City than Batman? The answer to both is yes. Yes. The only problem with Batman would be the the communication, because you'd have to wait. All communication would have to be through alphabet soup letters and the dog eating the, you know, so that would really gum up the bat computer to decipher that the whole time. That would yeah. be the only issue I'd see with that. <laughs> There's a lot of Commissioner Gordon and Chief O'Hara waiting for Apricot to digest the clues. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, again, I compared it earlier to, to Brain from inspector gadget i think that's fair yeah but and he couldn't Robin do it by himself <laughs> yeah and both need... knows. <laughs> uh, yes well i guess that does it for another episode of surf kings of gotham as always you can follow us on facebook at surf kings of gotham on youtube at surf kings of gotham on twitter and instagram at our show on shows and at our show on shows dot com my New Year's resolution is to do something with one of those. Well, at least we got to You know, you got a month before you got to worry about that, and two months before you can forget about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic New Year's resolutions. Well, it's January seventh, and I guess I quit. <laughs> All right. <sighs> Till next time. Bye, everybody. Bye, Doctor Nick. Sir King of Gotham. <laughs>